Hello, heroes, and welcome to the 52nd episode of Campaign. I'm Kat Cool, your host and game master. Before we get started, first, let me tell you about utter nonsense. Ever wondered what it's like to see your friend orgasm or take a poop? Reveal these mysteries and more with the Chicago-born party game Utter Nonsense, currently available at Target stores nationwide. It's funny that this week's ad should be utter nonsense, as it was one of the primary inspirations for Noisy Person Cards, the party game about silly voices that James and I are releasing next week to print and play. The current plan is to release the game Monday, so please bookmark paracosmpress.com slash npc in preparation for that release. Next, a truly heroic squad of fans has taken it upon themselves to make a wiki for the OneShot Network, including a dedicated section for campaign. I'm blown away by all of your care and attention. Thank you. Check out their work or even contribute yourself over at one-shot.wikia.com. So that's one-shot with a hyphen.wikia.com. Now, some of you may be aware that this podcast takes place in the Star Wars universe. If you like what we do, you might want to check out Star Wars The Force Awakens, the seventh Star Wars film, opening in theaters tomorrow evening. If it's not too much trouble, and sorry if this goes long, I'd like to take this opportunity in the calm before the storm to thank Star Wars, the whole dang franchise, for uh, teaching a young Katie Murphy the basic building blocks of storytelling, for transforming her five-year-old embarrassment at romance, disinterest in politics, and aversion to princesses to complete awe, for pooling her imagination out of the quagmire of fantasy and sticking it up amongst the stars. I typically say to people that I'm not that huge a Star Wars fan. I mean, sure, I've consumed most related books, comics, and cartoons with the veracity I'm positive is off-putting to my few and cherished friends. Yeah, The Empire Strikes Back has always been in my top five favorite films, and uh, sure, look, okay. Uh, but those things are true for a lot of people, and I've been pretty sure that it meant more to them than to me. To be sickeningly on the nose about it, I wasn't attached. But as I sit here now in my X-Wing sweatpants and back-to-basics shirt, drinking tea out of a mug that says, I know, producing episode 52 of the Star Wars show that I dedicate most of my professional, that I dedicate most of my professional love, time, and effort to these days, crying. I think I can call shenanigans on myself. Star Wars means a whole criffing lot to me. Some of my earliest memories of playing with my little brother consist of balancing him against my legs so he could pretend to be the Millennium Falcon. Star Wars let me connect to my dad as an equal and enjoyment and enthusiasm in a way that I can't remember any other piece of media doing earlier. I'm super attached. Because I'm not on my own that good at connecting to people. I get nervous and shy. I don't put a lot of myself out there. I never know where to start when I like people and I want them to like me back. But this dumb film series... It grew from one person's precious small daydream into a monolithic cultural behemoth. It's mythology now. We use it to understand each other and explain things we're grappling with. Looking at my life, I've consistently used it as a bridge to showing people the aspects of myself that I like. My passion, my analytical abilities, my imagination and creativity. So many of the important relationships in my life have been forged through Star Wars. I'm obviously still doing that. Because that's sort of what this show is for me. It's simply the most effective and safe way to put myself out there. So, thank you, Star Wars, for acting as that open comm channel for me and so many other people. At this point, you're too big to fail. People will still be telling Star Wars stories long after we're all dead, and I have a lot of weird hope wrapped up in that thought. So good luck. I hope to carking hell you're good. To those listening at home, thank you for getting to know me this way. It's been a pleasure. 
take care of yourselves this weekend. And please, 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 don't spoil anything for anyone. And now, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Pilferage! With the information exchange triple-crossed, it is up to Lenik and Bacta to loot the unattended stalls owned by Sneak and Tubike. A task made especially difficult, as Lenik's currently in the grip of a gruesome Dianoga. Even if our heroes manage to outmaneuver this marine menace, they still must break into the venue and open the safes, conserving copious credits. All without having access to the critically important computer skill. Meanwhile, with Trist's cover thoroughly blown, he and Lin must find a way to lie low for the remainder of Bike. He may even need to ask for help from his older sister, Vuvu Valentine, fearsome femme fatale and bold bounty hunter. Rendezvous is a potent presence, but is she also the family that Tristan needs? Trist, you're in a ship? I guess I'm, I must be in my sister's ship. We are um, aboard her ship. How does your sister... One of my favorite things about Cowboy Bebop is that whenever you see the inside of someone's ship, it is full of personality, and you get instantly what that person is about. What's her ship? We're in my sister's ship. We're in the hold of it, and we are, like, changing clothes, essentially. She has to dress up as Cinnamon Rex, um, so we're dressing her up as Cinnamon Rex, and Trist is dressing into his smuggler attire. The inside of her ship... Uh, it's the, her ship is smaller. It's a pilot co-pilot ship um, with enough room for basically kind of her to move around. What type? What type is it? It's a, a Corellian ship. It's their like Type Four light freighter. It's a cargo ship essentially. Sure, sure, sure. Instead of like cargo, she's got living quarters and stuff like in it because she stays on this ship for long stretches of time when yep. she's bounty hunting. Most of the ship's weaponry is ion cannons, like basically to, you know, knock out ship computers so she can board people. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. The the way that it is uh, decorated is kind of like off-putting. It's like turquoise and brown and earthy, a dream catcher hanging up. Oh, and, shoot. And, yeah. And like, you know, like animal skins and like stuff like, you know, just like weird. As Trist is going over the plan, he's like his sister catches him like eyeing all of these things i made that one last month you made that one how do you make a bear what do you mean you just like you kill the bear then you stuff the bear this is so weird this is such this is so not you this is you now uh this has been me for a while this has been this is okay i don't know you i get sure i'm the one who's crazy here that this is just the way that you live your life now I think he turned out pretty nice. Nice for someone else's life. Yeah, I wasn't trying to shove anything in your face. I just wanted you loaned. This is a loaner ship. This isn't your ship. No, this is my ship. You borrowed the ship from someone's dad. This is the trophy hunter. This is Rendezvous Valentine's ship. You named it the trophy hunter. Yeah. That that sounds like something that you know when you retire you would name your you know skiff. Well, I mean, maybe this is my retirement plan. What's your? This is how you spend all that money. This is how I live my life. Oh, boy. All right. I love it. I love the bear. I love all the kitschy stuff. That's a, is that a dream catcher? Uh, is that functional? Yes. Yeah. Good. Cool. So are all of the ones above the, the doorways. Those are, did you make those? Yeah. Great. 
like the archwork. See how see how it. I didn't I didn't even see that before, but yes, that's that's fantastic. Thank you. I love it. Do you have any candy? Uh, no. Rots your teeth. What What is it with people? Rots your teeth right through. You know, ninety percent of the reason I even went into smuggling was so that I could eat candy on space. <laughs> well, and that's... nobody eats candy in space anymore. I knew that about you. I'm surprised you didn't know this about me. <sighs> okay. Well, see, some of us don't change. See, I I didn't change. I've always been the guy who wanted to eat candy in space. Yeah, you're right. You didn't change, Trist. Hunter, gatherer. Do I? Am I trophy. fine? Am I fine already? Am I? Is this good enough? Yeah, you look great. Okay. You may want to go shave your legs. I keep mine pretty smooth. I feel like I don't want. <sighs> do I have to? Just... I think that you probably should. Can cinnamon wrecks wear stockings? And do you have stockings no, that I can borrow? I would never. Why? I, why would I ever have stockings? <sighs> Just go shave. You can use my auxiliary kit. I'll go shave. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll <laughs> try to learn the controls of this Corellian space heap. Should I say anything when you guys do that again? Or just sit here awkwardly watching these <laughs> squabbles? Why don't you just sit there awkwardly and then immediately comment afterwards, surprising everyone that you were there the whole time? Okay. Sounds like a plan. Or you could, um, you know, help me up front. You're the navigator. Oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. That's great. That's great. I will help navigate this two-man reasonable ship that one person is living on in a much more well-set-up and thought-out okay, arrangement than she our ship. She decorated. She decorated the space that was meant for her. We get to the end. Uh, and not for negative, at this point, what, like seven extra people? I hope this has ejector seats. And many animals. I hope this has ejector seats so hard. <laughs> We cut over to <laughs> bloop. Alina Gilo just went under water. some pretty high water. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, your your lampshade is floating, making little spirals. Bacta, you are strapped into this thing, and your buddy just went kabloomp. And I believe you have an advantage to spend. Feel I've free to also start up an initiative if you want to. I've got three advantages to spend. Ooh. I am going to spend all of those giving somebody a blue die on their next check. I imagine that person will be Lenik trying to make some sort of escape from this monster. I won't be doing that. Thank you, though. Oh, great. Bacta grabs his blaster and he... I imagine Bacta has to be in shorts right now, which I just <laughs> think is funny. You're in terrible are they like cargo shorts gotta be they have gotta to be. be we know they exist in star wars because darth maul wore them <laughs> vacation back to yeah, it well, compliments the mad max feel yeah, he's got the mad max he has a tattered hawaiian shirt on top because that's just and a phrygian cap that's the oh, hey, the armorer gave him the tattered hawaiian shirt it's like this is for the party for tonight back to is going to uh, actually just have two blue dice on the next roll i'm going to spend one of those advantages to head over to the emergency kit on this catamaran uh-huh. and grab out some glow sticks Ooh, mm. um so that's gonna be yeah you can do that completely this turn are you gonna crack them and check them in yeah okay crack them and i'm gonna have like some of them are gonna be tucked into my mad max gear <clears throat> and uh-huh. i like i've dropped one in the water just so one? Far. So far, yeah. I imagine like I'm going to need to drop more to later. To continue cracking them. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Over to Lenik. I would like to do a handle animals. <laughs> <laughs> this worked really, really well last time. Obscenely well. Okay. Let me just... Can you see it? Wait. 
I can sense it. Explain to me how you want to oh, do this. Oh, he can see it because he's got. He's That's got right. You can Rodian see. Vision. Yeah, you can see this. It might be weird when you go in the water because it's because you mostly go off of heat when it's They're dark. They're amphibious creatures, though. So you can see where the creature is. I don't know how many details. On it's the probably creature. foggy. I would say it's like looking at something through fog. Yeah, probably. that makes sense. You see a uh, creature that is roughly ten meters in any direction. Mm-hmm. Very bitey, razor sharp maw with one central eye that is turned to stare at you with a um, hungry expression, and it has uh, many, many tentacles. Explain to me what you want to happen, and then we will see what happens. So I feel like I probably am, you know, it's it's grabbed me with one of its tentacles by, like, my leg. So I want to sort of swing my body around to get around its eye stalk Mm -hmm. to just try and be able to ride it. I guess I also want to maybe try and use the tentacle that's grabbing me to sort of bring around and use... What is reins. that? Yep, like reins. So so it came to grab you with a tentacle. You want to take that around. Yeah, ideally. and use it like reins. Use I don't know like if it, I would just wrap it around the eye stalk or like have it bite down on its own tentacle. That's a cool way to, to deal with this. So all of this sounds like very brawly, but what did you want the intention to be? To ride. It's a pilot planetary. That, that could be survival. <laughs> do do I, do I have my sword on me? I mean... I feel like, yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't you? Okay. Then I would like to try and slice off the tentacle to use as brains. It sounds to me like right now what you're doing is making a brawl check, and okay. I'm not seeing an opportunity for you to charm this creature into submission yet. Okay. If uh, on the brawl you get a bunch of advantages, you could turn those towards a, a future charm check that makes sense. I will. Okay. So this is just straight brawl? This is straight brawl. You have a black die because you're fighting underwater trying to strangle a thing. Can I have another black die because I'm drunk? Uh, yeah, you you can. Good job, buddy. Thank you. What's the difficulty? So that's melee, so it's always two. Okay. And uh, he's adversary one, so <laughs> get a purple die or uh, upgrade one of those purples to a red. Uh, which also means that we're not going to be able to kill this thing unless it's really dramatic and it will be able to come back and fight us again in the future. Which it will. It hey, will. Uh, so Dianogas, uh, one, you'll, you How intelligent are these creatures? Uh, greater than human intelligence, above I believe. human intelligence. One. Okay. One level above human intelligence. <laughs> so, Vornsker. <laughs> Woo! Whoa, <laughs> boy! City. So Yikes. that is, uh, you know what? It's not as bad as it looks. It's just a despair. <laughs> it fails, but but there's but, only a despair. Yeah. cat. Yeah, that's not. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I want it to be true. How do you tr- like? Wh- how <laughs> it's bringing a tentacle around from the back to grab you? It's like grabbed onto my leg, t- and I want to like sort of grab my sword from the sheath behind me and like just make a a slice to cut off the the tentacle. Right. So you go to do that, but as far as it's concerned, you are heavily broadcasting your your movements. And as soon as that sword activated, the vibrations, you know, are just like, oh no thank you. Mm-hmm. So it let go and then two other tentacles came and grabbed both of your arms. And then one came and 
from your middle started wrapping down around your feet. I throw up. <laughs> Lovely. Above that might con- human <laughs> That might confuse it a little bit, but it has you uh, in front of you and is slowly drawing you up oh! towards the top <laughs> as it now has you immobilized. Am, am I still holding on to my sword? You still have your sword. There's no reason for you to drop that sword right now, okay. as far as I'm concerned. But on the beginning of your next turn, you're going to start taking some gross damage. I am fine with that. I'm having trouble remembering. Johnny and Kat, uh, this is a... Uh, back to basics moment. In the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. during the underwater episodes, mm-hmm. are they using blasters underwater? Yes. Okay. They were? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely were. That's really cool. I mean, I know they were using lightsabers. Which is the coolest. It yeah. is. It's so really it's cool. Real, and the way they did... Oh, God, that whole thing is so cool. Go watch that. Back to... So... Well, can, hold on. It's its turn. Okay. Was that what you were trying to do? You to, were to, just... to get Leenik caught he, uh, and immobilized? He, yes. So his his, his <laughs> turn was asking Leenik about what happens on the Clone Wars. Should we do a xenology, just an off time on this? While, while, since we just did a back to basics, just so people know what in the world we're talking about. Sure. What's the difficulty, Cat? It's average. I will uh, also... Don't worry, that's a failure. Okay, But that's a total wash failure. That is a failure oh. with... And a, two advantages. Well, hey, you know, this thing's terrifying. So let's just make some things up about it. It's got a million tentacles. Yep. Uh, it's got one eye on a stalk. That's veering dangerously close to being true. And it's got two eyes. It likes <laughs> hanging out in trash. It's a trash monster. Yeah, the things that you're saying, though, are we don't, unfortunately we don't know those true things, things about yeah. this creature. Uh, it probably I think encounters it's just, Luke I, Skywalker in the future. For, I think it's just a snake. It's just a regular snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Which they have in Star Wars. They do. For our audience, this is the trash monster from A New Hope. And if you it's want the to, same one. That's Kanan. <laughs> learn more. It, hey, it might be. If you it's had made your xenology, yeah. you might know that. Yeah, it's adversary one. Uh, if you want to learn more about it, get the core book of the Star Wars Age of the Empire system and flip to page 415. Or mm-hmm. watch uh, New Hope. <laughs> yeah, watch New Hope. <laughs> Let's get back into it. It's its turn. So it's just going to bite Lenik's head off and that's the whole thing. <laughs> no, it's not going to do that. It feels like it has the Lenik situation pretty under control, but it knows that it you're up there, wrong. Bacta. Mm. It knows that you're up there. Your your little foots hitting that tarp are still visible on the edge of the thing, and its eye stalk looks up. Oh, you don't stand on the trampoline. Oh, what do you do? You stand you on one of the pontoons. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. You're hanging. You're essentially hanging off the side of the pontoon attached by the harness, and you sort of like jump and float around uh, like – the stage of the pontoons. Cool. Then I think what it's going to do is grab one of the pontoons mm-hmm. and try to pull it down. Either pull it down entirely or knock you off. It's not that smart, you know? But it feels like this is a viable strategy. So you're saying that humans aren't that smart since this creature this is, creature is above one level above human intelligence. intelligence? I feel that it's uh, only got a one. Well, it's so. not. One above. Yeah, yeah, one above human intelligence. We know. But it's just grabbing the boat, right? It's grabbing the boat, but it's what it's really trying to do is knock you off of it, right? Okay, but I, I am harnessed in. It doesn't know. Okay. It's a big boat, you know? It, it, catamarans are quite large. So the Dianoga okay, wraps his tentacle around the side of the thing. That's and the name of the catamaran that we're on too, Kat. So this could be really confusing. So the Dianoga, the creature, 
tries to pull the left pontoon of the Dianoga, the ship, down under the water. Uh, it doesn't have enough of an understanding about surface tension, etc., and it is simply not strong enough to do this. But it did generate an advantage. So I think that that is going to be spent uh, jostling some potentially useful equipment. There was a, a net and uh, there was a harpoon-like item that have gone shrimping down the tram- trampoline section into the water. Okay. And we swipe at the scene and a transition to... Tristan. Well, don't discount it. It's still probably a pretty good boat. I'm just waiting in the ship for her. She's walking to the location. Are you keeping the ship hidden? How are you... How casual are you flying? Where is Lynn in terms of... Is she helping you... Is she watching? Is she I think out Lynn's there? With me on the ship. Okay. And we're at the abandoned carnival. Um, That's right. Yeah. How is it themed? Like a normal carnival, like a traveling carnival. Like it's not really like this planet specific. The meeting is going down in the Hall of Mirrors. Uh, it's going inside a building. The meeting? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where that's? I mean, it's the Hall of Mirrors, so it's like that's the it's the most ideal place to escape. Or to, yeah, to like... Especially when you have two nearly identical looking people. I might have to ask you to, to act on behalf of your sister, because you, you were playing Cinnamon Rex, you know? She's going to be aping your voice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So uh, we should cut into that. I believe Sneak and Two Biker there. I don't know who's there. Yeah, so definitely, at least right now, you see Two Bike. Rhonda as Cinnamon Rex is in the House of Mirrors. She doesn't have anything on her, because all she has is a location. Yeah. Um, and she's just waiting for Sneak and Two Bike to show up. Or really only for Sneak to show up. Well, and does she have nothing? I mean... Would, Isn't it Two Bike? Would, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, just Two Bike. Just Two Bike. Would Rendezvous Valentine go anywhere without her many knives? Well, I mean, she's certainly armed, but she's alone. Okay, that's what you mean. Yeah. Whereas uh, Sneak and Two Bike have uh, Clumpy, Backdraft, Lawn Dart, Calypso. This sucks. Two Shoes, Tissues, Sneezes, Turncoat, Traitor, Backstab. So, hey. All right. Traitor things are looking up. Why? They're making a small group. Why bring Traitor and Backstab? <laughs> they have a reputation. Starscream? <laughs> Starscream's also there. They were there with U-Bend and Corkscrew and Flip Flop and Board Shorts, though. So, you know, they, they're a package deal. Is Untrustworthy Doug not with them? <laughs> He's not visible. That's It's a okay. Hall of Mirrors. So those are, they're all separated. Like, so I only into... see those people 100 times. <laughs> uh, and you or see... maybe it's only one person and I'm just like the Hall of Mirrors. You also see one hook line and one stinker. So they're probably closer if you can only see one of them. Hook line and stinker. Oh, that's not good. That means our uh, operating theory was wrong that hook line and stinker wouldn't be here. That is exactly wrong. Are sneaking two back there or right? are they letting their emissary speak for them? I feel like, yeah, they're there. They're there? They're both there? They think they're going to get Trist Valentine, right? Yeah. So they would they... both be there. I'd say sneak... Walks up first. Okay. Good evening. So you're Cinnamon Rex. That I am. Looks like we have a little uh, trade to make. Yeah, we do. So, how you gonna make this transfer? Did anyone immediately notice that Cinnamon Rex looks different? No. Right now, Sneak just thinks this is Trist Valentine, yeah. dressed as a woman. Okay. You show me the credits. I give you Trist Valentine's location. That's the deal. The deal has also come alone, but... You know what they say. Good things come in twos. Oh. Okay. That was a 
a thing that we said a lot earlier in the night. Am I wrong? Am no, I wrong? No, you're not wrong about that. Okay, you're I thought wrong about that. I thought it would be dramatic, you know, if I said that to you. Well, because it was something that we said a lot earlier. Okay, I get it now, but it also doesn't make a lot of sense because you you came with way more than just two. Well, right, but they're sneaking two bikes. There are two of us. In, in his defense, each one of these people that we brought is a pair. <laughs> really? That's true. Yeah. Don't you see? Calypso. Backdraft. <laughs> We've got hook, line, and stinker. Okay, that's hardly a pair. Trainer and backstab. Yuck. Flip flop. Board shorts. <laughs> All right, I take your meaning, but still, it's very disingenuous to come to a meeting that was supposed to be one on one with. Either way, I know where Trist Valentine is. I think I know where Trist Valentine is too. Yeah, I think everyone in this room knows where Trist Valentine is. So. If we want to uh, cut straight to the point, if you surrender yourself now, we can make this real easy. Bum, bum, bum. And we cut over too. Back to so it's the top of the initiative. It's a PC slot. So does this beast still have its tentacle wrapped around one of the pontoons? Yes. Okay. Back to hops over to being just near the tentacle. Mm-hmm. He rolls his eyes. Shoots himself free of the uh, harness and dives into the water, cracking a glow stick on the way down so that he can follow the tentacle up to the creature. Oh, shoot. Okay, cool. Cool. You don't have your helmet or anything, do you? No helmet or anything. Okay. Okay. So cannot breathe. Yeah, cannot breathe. Can't see very well. Can see, just can't see very well. And encumbered moving. Yep. Good. So that's your move. So that's my move. Now I'm going to shoot. Okay. Yeah. Have at it. It is at a distance. It's close range. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are very close under this ship. Uh, you upgrade that difficulty by one because it is an adversary. It is difficult for you to see. You can see, but it's difficult. Okay. So it's one black. And then because of the movement of shooting through water and that being an unfamiliar thing, that's another black die. It's just that simple. Cool. I think it's totally fair to say that I destroy this creature. And I mean, hopefully. And it's home. Uh, so I do get a threat out of this, but that is three successes. Three successes. Well, okay, so um, how much damage Oh, actually, that threat is canceled out because my blaster automatically generates a advantage due to being superior. That's wonderful. So it doesn't have a chance to grapple you right now. Um, <laughs> oh, good. But tell me uh, how much damage is coming at it. So right now... In addition to the successes, there's 12 damage coming at this creature. So, oh no, it's our ancient enemy, Math. I think he's um, in the haunted amusement park. So where were you aiming on it? You know, where do you hit it? You do some damage to this thing. So actually, that's the problem that Bacta is working out right now. He's trying to follow the tentacle up to where it is, but he also believes Lenik is there. So he's trying not to shoot Lenik. So he is bracing himself next to the tentacle and trying to just shoot straight up the tentacle, hoping that this tentacle is not going to be near Lenik. Okay. So you, yeah, you shoot up a tentacle. It has like a long burn 
of yeah. the thing. And uh, there's this cool moment where the laser beam, because we can see lasers in Star Wars for some reason, is going through the water, trailing bubbles off of it, and back to even in the blurry, murky water of the jungle world, can see the red glow traveling up the body of this creature to where it finally impacts, lighting up the darkness a little bit, just so he can get some idea of the horrible thing that they're facing. Oh, and he sees it. It's, uh, there are, oh my god, so many teeth. Um, how to explain. So this is a cephalopoidal creature. It's it's an amphibious squid. So it's not like a squid. That it's would be too easy. Uh, it can live out of the water just fine. It is basically a writhing array of tentacles around a single mouth, but that mouth has teeth instead of a beak. And it is large enough to put in Lenix like shoulders and head. It also has one crazy eye stalk. Uh, as soon as your shot hits, the tentacle that you hit, that base, recoils mm-hmm. in on itself spasmically, and its eye lolls around madly. Uh, you also got to see that it had Lenix suspended in front of it, kind oh. of spread out. Uh, over to you, Lenix. At the top of your turn, please take two strain and one wound as it mm-hmm. pulls at your arms and squeezes at your middle. And for my turn, I would like to to so i've got my sword in one hand yeah. and then the other hand is free am i able to rotate my hand to try and cut or is that not doable with some difficulty you can do that yes i mean that'll add a black die but you're immobilized you know that's the you're gonna have to the only other thing that i was thinking was using my other hand to sort of grab and try and shock glove Ooh. Ooh, in the water too yeah maybe i'll do that that feels more fun it might be more effective all right i will do that and that, that was two strain and one wound? Yes. Uh, okay, so I would like to try and grab this tentacle with my shock glove. Yep. Is that brawl? Uh, yes. Okay. Which and you're good at, aren't I am, you? I am pretty good at brawl. What's the difficulty? So it's two. two but you I'm, upgrade one of them to red. Because it's adversary. And take uh, two blacks. Oh, mama! That's what we call yes, sir. That's what we call yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mama! So, that's what we call yes, sir. <laughs> so that is four successes and one threat. Beautiful. Tell me how much damage is coming at this thing. Um. So this is the part that I always forget, uh, which is how to play the game. Okay, good. The damage says one, and then in parentheses five. So that so it's going to so be five, five damage, five damage plus net successes. Net successes is yeah three successes. Uh, what's the mod- the strain modifier on your weapon? Is it two? Strain modifier. Yeah, your shock gloves have a thing next to them that should say strain. It says stun three. Stun three. And then in parentheses, that's eight strain damage. Okay, yeah. So eight, and then how many extras did you have? Three. Three. So that's 11 damage total coming at, electric damage coming at this thing. So ouch to start. All right. But what does this look like? I want it to let go. Can can that happen? (laughs) Did you get any advantages? No, I got uh, two disadvantages, or two threats, rather. Okay, then, uh, no, that is the one thing that can't happen. Perfect. But everything else that you wanted to happen can happen. I want it to die. No, it can't. (laughs) So you shock it. First of all, it flashes, and you can see its skeleton underneath, which looks pretty (laughs) awesome. That looks pretty cool. Oh, it probably doesn't have a skeleton, does it? It's probably a vertebrate. Cartilaginous support. 
Yeah. You yeah. see, it's cartilage in his support system. <laughs> Not quite as cool, but I'll, I'll take it. So it's still grabbing onto me. Yes. But it, it doesn't maybe want to eat me anymore because it thinks that I will hurt its mouth. Cartilaginous mm. support probably playing later tonight. At <laughs> the after party. Way to interrupt Lenik. So now it, it just... I'm sorry, were you talking? No. Good. It just wants... <laughs> it just wants to kill me, not eat me. It just wants to kill you, not eat you. That's fantastic. Thank you. So you see electricity like start to sparkle off of it, and then you notice afterwards that it's glowing kind of blue um, now that it has been charged up, you know, that its skin has had a reaction to this, because most cephalopods talk via, via skin Colors, coloration. Yeah. On its turn, heads down. It starts swimming its way on down towards the bottom. It doesn't try to further harm you, Lenik. Spends its turn doing a double move. That's mm. you start to feel pressure on your eardrums. That's called the bends. Not yet. Not quite yet, but it's. <laughs> but I mean, soon. Depending on how deep is this, even Lenik, with your special eyes, with your very cool Rodian eyes, yes. you see uh, a bunch of other little. You start to see other fish and things that are like the their little pods and then they swim out of the way as soon as uh, you come down you're approaching a uh, root structure where it seems as though it intends to to put you and choke you out sounds good sounds good sounds like great stuff i, uh, I would like to note that on the way down there is uh, always a bigger fish Yes, there is always a bigger fish. So, uh, that's a, oh man! I mean, that's that's, that's how that's it goes. Canon. That's absolutely canon. It's, it's actually also canon. That's true. It's Star Wars canon. It's campaign canon. What do you think it looks like in this rainforest planet? What does the gianter fish look like? Tyrannosaurus Rex. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not? Squid Rhinosaurus Rex. <laughs> and it has like a little angler fish. Got a got every every fish here has an angler fish thing. You saw that going by, but it wasn't close enough to mean anything to to you guys. And hey, that sucker has one eye stalk and it is staring straight at you. Over to Rendezvous Valentine, unless Trist has anything that he yeah, wants to Yeah, we to. cut back to uh, Trist and Lynn on uh, the ship, and like Trist is kind of just leaning back in his chair. Oh, you know what, Lynn? Did you get her? Frequency? Uh, yes. Cool. Uh, hold on, let me bring it up. Did, my yeah, did we get the communicator we need is to fix on that. the Fritz? Yeah, that's uh, you should have told me earlier. So I cannot uh, hear it. Bloop, bloop. And then it's just it's comes and, to listen at that part. And of you like, probably also have like the perfect hollow of it. Yeah. Ew. Uh oh. Back to um, rendezvous. She sighs. I'm sorry. What are you trying to say? We're trying to say surrender or face. The consequences. Now, what you literally just said was that you know where Trist is. Yes, he's right. He's, he's standing right in front he's, of us. He's you. And and let let me also say that if there's one thing a bounty hunter does, it's follow his heart. And I'm quite frankly hurt because I thought we had a connection. You think I'm my brother? Um, oh, what? Uh, are you twins? Are you... Uh, what? Wait a minute. She takes off uh, her, like, the red wig. You're wearing another wig underneath that wig? Oh, crap. Wait a minute. I'm my brother. Shoot her. You idiot. Is this shoot her? Rendezvous Valentine? Yes, it's Rendezvous Valentine. Uh, Why is no one shooting her? Shoot her. Shoot her. Okay, wait, wait. I'm two bike. Shoot her. Slow down. (laughs) This, This woman 
won most credits this year. She, she's like top tier bounty hunter. I, and I'm sorry too, Mike. What happens if you were to shoot another bounty hunter at bike? What, what would that mean for you? It would mean I'd have to hide your body for a week, which wouldn't be very hard. I mean, he does got you there. He does go, but what I'm saying, how do feelings are hurt? You should probably why, just apologize. Wait to a him. minute. Why are. Why did you dress up in order to get close to Tubok? It's not to sell out your brother, is it? Of course it's to sell out my idiot brother and collect the bounty on him. I can't do it. I can't bring in a million dollar bounty. Why not? Why He's not? my brother. But I can take 100,000 credits. Well, that would give you a reputation for like, selling out your own brother, which amongst bounty hunters is actually pretty good. You think a reputation for selling out my brother is something that I would want? Yeah. I told you to come alone. I told you to bring the money because I didn't want everyone finding out. Well, and now we've got flip-flop in board shorts. Board freaking shorts. <laughs> All right, you can board only shorts. say his name. <laughs> We have flip-flopping board shorts knowing about this now. And sneezes. How am I supposed to... How am I supposed flip-flop, to... Flip-flop, flip-flop. I can't believe you brought flip-flop, sneezes, board shorts. <laughs> Weezes. It doesn't Save it. it. Save it for the bounty ramp at the end of bike. Turncoat and trainer. <laughs> I can't believe Snorlax. <laughs> I can't believe you brought all of them here with you. I- well, I can't believe that you're not really a beautiful woman named Cinnamon Rex. You're a beautiful what? woman named Rendezvous Valentine. And quite honestly, I thought that we had a connection. What? And let me just let me just say that th- maybe we could have had something together. Everything that you are saying right now is embarrassing only you. <laughs> Let that settle in. Sneak goes up to Two Bike, puts a hand on his arm. Don't and touch like me! Don't touch me! Scratches behind his ear don't, a little bit. Don't do that! Don't do that! Ooh, oh, now we need to calm down. We need to calm down. I should up my price. I should charge. I should charge two hundred thousand credits for this. Uh, Everyone here should shoot you in the head. But looks like nobody's listening to anyone okay. tonight. Two Bike, you let me handle this, okay? Look, we knew there was a Valentine on a planet. We've got. History with Valentine. I'll receive some witness statements earlier that confirmed to me that somebody who looked a lot like a Valentine was trying to pull one over on my buddy here. So, yeah, I brought up backup. Now, if you can confirm to us you have the location of Tris Valentine, uh, you, you don't have to give it up right away. But I just need to know that you're for real. We can still do business. We're sneaking to bike. We run bike. Okay. You don't run bike. We've got the biggest booth and the most assets. If you want to do business, we can do business. Fine. I came here to do business. I came well, here- I came here for the weather, but I stayed for the heat. Everyone shoot her. <laughs> Why is no one shooting her? Because I give that order. <laughs> We can do business, and I'm fine doing business. But now that the whole world knows that I'm selling out my brother, I'm going to need a bigger cut. And yes, he is here. He's on planet. Okay. Well, I still need to know that you're legit. Do you have evidence that you've had contact with or know the location of Tristan Valentine? Yes. I'm a bounty hunter. I came here honoring my word... 
Look, you can't walk into a double cross and then start using the code of honor. You have every right to screw us over on this deal. You were the only ones that did a double cross. Yeah, we did a double cross, so you have every reason want to double cross us back. And that's assuming that you weren't going to double cross us in the first place, which I still don't know. I feel like lying to someone about your identity when there's a real connection there is a double cross. I'm a clone. I wasn't born that long ago, but it wasn't yesterday. Oh, my God. That, you're going to say that every, every double cross? You're going to use that line? Every time it comes up. Yes. It was funny the first time, but all of us here have heard it a hundred times. Every single one of us. Okay, I'm going to... You're saying this in a moment of passion, Boys, here's the way it's going to work. We're going to shoot you. Everyone shoot her. <laughs> what? Am I not two bike? <laughs> the new price for Tristan Valentine is 200,000 credits. <laughs> no. You're not taking a quarter of the price as a finder's fee. If he's here on planet, we can find him without your information. 200,000 is not a quarter of a million. Do no clones, no math. <laughs> 200,000. 250, buddy. Oh, I thought he said 250. But he didn't. You just said 200,000. <laughs> it's okay. Why is he giving the orders it's okay. it's for shooting? It's established that no clones, no math. That's Kanan. <laughs> they didn't need to, you know? The new price for Trist Valentine is 200,000. I'm willing to go maybe 150. Maybe 150. You'll take a shot to the head and you'll like it. Everyone shoot her. We have upwards of 150 people under our command on the planet. If Tristan Valentine is here, I'm confident that our organization could locate him without your help. Tristan Valentine was here. He was here today. Okay. Today, that's close enough. That's the system. That's 150 people. We could pick up and leave tomorrow if we need to. You know what? You've been a hard case, so I'm willing to offer you 12% to save us the trouble. I will take it right now if you can tell me what 12% of a million is. 12% of what? 12% of a million? 120,000. No. Wait. (laughs) I am so mad just someone shoot her. (laughs) Here's what's going to happen. You and your 150, 151... 151 plus whoever, wh- however many more you might find in another region. You and your 150-ish bounty hunters... 151. ...can scour the entire sector looking for Trist Valentine. Or, in three days' time... Three days' time. The end of bike... Work week. The bike work week continues through the whole week. It is yes, only Monday. Day. Yeah. Okay. I'm We've sorry. established that no one <laughs> in the criminal underworld can do math. We're not doing it on Friday. That's closing ceremonies. It's going to be Thursday night. Three days from now. It's still not the That's end of bike. It's still no. mid bike. It's not mid bike. <laughs> that is mid bike. Late mid bike. Anything between the start and the end of bike qualifies as mid bike. If bike is five days, Wednesday's mid bike. No, I'm going to have to agree with you there. No, that's that bike equinox. If anything, bike. bike. Do you mean bike equinox? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's peak bike. I'm talking mid-bike. Anything in the the middle of the beginning and the end qualifies as middle or mid. Wednesday is the bike work peak. Good luck 
searching for Trist Valentine. I guess you have three days to do it. I will be at this address, the old smelting factory, <laughs> Thursday night. <laughs> the the fish cannery or the metal works? The fish cannery. The fish cannery. Okay. <laughs> what planet do you think we're on, metal works? The fish cannery. I will be here Thursday night. You, too, will come with 200,000 credits, and then you get tricked. We still haven't hammered out the deal. No, the deal has just been hammered, Sneak. The deal has just been hammered. You no. know my reputation. You've just been hammered. Everyone shoot her. In the head. They all tentatively bring up guns. Yes, now pull the triggers. <laughs> then look over to Sneak. Okay. Uh, you heard him. He said okay. Fire at will. <laughs> Everyone relax. That's not until I say the word. I will point out the situation that you happen to be in right now. So the negotiation for the price is not over. In fact, it's just begun. Cut over to... Uh, hey, buds, it's the top of the initiative. You just saw your friend disappear into the depths. And, hey, you are dealing with a very real threat of Death. either getting the bends or uh, being choked out and losing your breath and uh, dying. Okay. So mm-hmm. I would like to go first. I think that makes sense. And I want to try and cut now, now that it's a little, a little out of it. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right, so... I'm going to say that you are no longer drunk. This has sufficiently sobered you up. All right, fine. So then just one black dice? Just one black dice. And that is one purple and one red, correct? Correct. Uh, Those stocks are not thermal. They are vibrations. What are... They detect vibrations. The eye? Yeah, the stocks. No, his stocks. Yeah, Linux stocks. That is one success. His eyes are thermal. Uh, that's one success. Mm-hmm. Congrats. Uh, so how much damage will you be doing to it? That is two parentheses five. Is that... That means that you will be... Ten? No, that means you will be doing five damage. In this case, you do your brawn. The sword does two, then it does your brawn on top of that. So that should mod out to five. Is your brawn is, three? Yes. There you go. Thank you. I promise that someday... That should be... Okay, the next Patreon goal, I will learn how to play this game. Oh, really? (laughs) Uh, I won't do that. So, uh, five, but also it has some extra bits on. So what are they? Pierce two and vicious two. Pierce two, vicious two. Got it. I know what those do. I'm very glad. I do not. So five damage is coming at it, plus how many extra successes? I got one success. You got one success. So it is very near to down. Did I slice... The thing off. So you want to slice through one of its arms? Yes. Uh, yeah. So I mean, describe how in a combination of things we are going to get. I know exactly what I want to yeah, do. Yeah, go for it. So it only has five left, five hit points left. Okay, cool. So I sort of to rotate my arm and slice through its tentacle, Oof. which comes off. There's a splattering of purple blood. Ugh, oh. gross. Then the other tentacle lets go of me, mm-hmm. and I, I... And it, like, starts to wrap around its stump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I see a fish. Not a bigger fish than the Dianoga, but I see a fish, and I I grab it, oh. because I want that to happen. <laughs> oh, my. And then I, I dangle it in front of its face. Uh-huh. And that's it. Okay, over to you, Bacta. Okay, so Bacta is actually going to resurface and go over to that emergency kit and look for those rebreathers that Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon used when they first go down to the Gungan City. Okay, so, um, yeah. The, so you come up and make me a search. It's a difficulty on that? I'm going to say it's daunting. 
You prob- <laughs> this probably isn't here, but if you make that, you'll get one. Daunting is three or four? Four. Great. I mean, it's probably not there. Oh, it's definitely not there. Okay. You are positive that it is not there. Uh, and then the camera stays with you for the moment. Okay, uh, it is the beast's turn. I've got storyboard Obi-Wan eyes. It, uh... <laughs> it starts trying to to swim back away from you. It doesn't really want to fight anymore. It's It's lost, more or less, it's lost two limbs, and it has one wrapped around the other, and it doesn't actually have that many. It's probably max ten, right? Maybe more. Hmm. Eh, who knows? And is, uh, like, having a hard time of getting away from you. So, All right, let's so do it. back to the top. Lenick. Uh, I, w- I want to try and entice it towards me with the fish. <laughs> I want it to eat this fish. Okay, so, um, I mean, it's not very smart. So this yeah, it's only one above human intelligence. <laughs> so this is a charm. Oh my god, yes. You have, I think, what? How many black dice do we think this is? I feel like it's like three. Three, maybe? Yeah, three feels like the right okay. amount. That is... Damn it, that's a wash. Damn it. That's a wash? Yeah. Okay, then I'm afraid on its turn, you try to entice it with this fish, and it looks at you completely baffled and takes like two swim moves away, putting it right in the path of the bigger fish, which just <laughs> ka-chomp. Uh, you see its light go out, and the, the light of the T-Rex starts disappearing into the distance. Lena Gila, what do you do? I heave a big sigh and... <laughs> then realize in heaving a big sigh that you have now depleted all of your oxygen supply. <laughs> Correct. And hurriedly swim to the surface. Uh, cool. That resolves that back on over where nobody is shooting anybody else. Your price will be your life. Shoot her, everyone! So now it's not going to be your life. Lucas. Okay, 20,000 credits. Look, As our look, friend here already so her. eloquently made the point, I'm a bounty hunter. Right. This is bike. Yeah. You can't do anything to me. We, we can't can get shoot caught you doing a, anything to you. Yeah. Do you have evidence right now? Do you have backup that we don't know about? Of then- course I do. You think I would come in here without transmitting all of this to a backup location? Well, I don't know. You've already lied to us once today. Yeah. Look, I don't often get to say this in a room full of such truly incompetent bounty hunters. <laughs> but I feel as if I am talking to a hall of morons right now. <laughs> is everyone as incompetent at their job as I imagined? I, it, it is uh-huh. a shock to me that you have never caught my brother. Okay. Yes, Donna. Stun her with kill bullets. Uh, Sneak, if you stun me, if you do this, you are attacking a bounty hunter and breaking the codes of bike. I'm defending myself. You came at us wild. I'm transmitting all of this. Okay, well, it's going to be fun hunting down your comrades, but I've got time. We've got the whole work week. And by the way... You kept implying that it would be inconvenient or somehow outside of the wheelhouse of a group of 151 (laughs) bounty hunters to hunt down someone who's difficult to find. Rumored 152. (laughs) I'm saying if you move that truck, you've had this on the island in SSN. There's a peekaboo. (laughs) You've had five years. You've had five years to find him and you can't do it. Yeah, but he's here now. 
and your body is probably full of information on how to find him. My what? Uh, your person, your gear. I, I don't know where you're keeping the location and how you were planning on transmitting it. You made to it us. sound like it was inside of her, inside <laughs> of her body. <laughs> You, you I feel s- like you're reading into that syntax in a really weird way. We're going to take you down. We're no, going to search your ship, I, okay. and we're going to find the location. It so- of it def- did it sound to you like he meant it was inside of you? I'm a little bit, yeah. I don't know why I would keep it inside of me. <laughs> well, me neither. That's why it was so strange. It's a little creepy, boss. Thank you. Shoot her! <laughs> okay. Rendezvous to ship. Go ahead and transmit this uh, to the bike council. Rendezvous is going to be rolling because uh, she's our protagonist. So, what black dice and blue dice can we add on to this? I'm going to give her a black die because there are literally 40 people in this room or That's something crazy like that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give her a blue die because she <clears throat> is recording all of this. I feel like she should get another blue one because I... Um, or Emotionally two, guess, so, like, compromised. Yeah. Yes, He's also undercut their, <laughs> their like, threat several yeah, times. absolutely. And... I gotta feel like she she heard Lynn say, "Can we do that?" <laughs> so there's another black die in there. What an interesting roll! It's gonna be big, whatever way it goes. So it's two successes and two threats. Cool. Twenty percent on just that lot. Twenty percent. What do you not like about making eight hundred thousand credits for no work? Uh, no work. We still have to catch the guy. And uh, I guess since you're not the top two go after family, you're just the top two sell out family, which you somehow don't believe is a positive trait in our field, which I don't get. But whatever. Yeah. We'll be there. We'll have 200,000 credits on us, and we'll work out the price. And maybe... Since things got off on such a bad foot on Wednesday, you might like to come with me to the after party. We can start over. Two bike. <laughs> I wouldn't go to a party with you if you were the last dog on this planet. Shoot her! Yeah. Shoot her! Sneak shoots her. <laughs> Good. I mean, like. Ah! <laughs> oh. Such heartbreaking yeah. emotional moments. Nope. You can't just talk like that to two bikes. Roll, roll me some initiatives here. So you are on cool, and you are, are on... also on cool. Yeah, you guys are having a cool off. I feel like I'm sobbing in the cool. corner. <laughs> that was so hard. I know, uh, and it's a shame because I was really excited to play someone who was cool. But I just can't help but being a sad, like a sad sack, no matter what. Okay, so four uh, successes. So uh, Vuvu definitely goes first because uh, I got two successes and three advantages. Cool. What do you get, Vuvu? Four successes. Four successes. Cool. So what do uh, you do? Toss and stun grenades. So I, is she just throwing them like at the crowd? They're blast eight. Um, blast eight does eight damage to people, and it's like a range short blast eight disorient three. Yeah, it's basically um, you're going to throw this and have to get out of range fast, or that's going to also do damage to you. Sure. So she'll probably move and throw. Okay. Who do? Am I targeting one person with it though, or what? Uh, if you do that, it'll do additional damage to that person. Okay. She'll she'll target sneak. Yeah, because he was going to shoot her. Yeah. 
Uh, so what am I rolling here? You are rolling against what's his, what's his? Yeah. So he is at medium to you. So that is a average two ranged light. Yeah. That is two successes. Two successes. It's got blast eight and disorient three. Okay. That means that for three rounds, Sneak, what sort of weapon were you going for? What did you draw? Uh, so Sneak has Sneak has a heavy blaster. Crossbody. It's uh yeah, Same I'm gonna thing. say it's like a shoulder holster. Okay, cool. Yeah, so when Rendezvous said that to Two Bike, she got right in his face um, and said, "Not if you were the last dog on the planet." And she, as she said that, she could she felt Sneak going for his weapon, so she like ducked and tossed a grenade, which stun grenade, which hit him like full in the chest yes. and just kind of blew up in his face. And then she moved through the House of Mirrors. Yeah, so cinematic. So she goes running into the thing. Many of the minions get knocked out. Some are just, like, stunned and walk into mirrors. You've got something to learn about dealing with Sneak and Two-Bike. You see, we're not the sort of people that would sell out our own brother. So when you speak against our blood, you get us mad. Correct. <laughs> Do you come shooting out of the thing? He shoots a mirror and it shatters. Oh, because, a, a like, mirror of her, of her running her, back? Yeah. Well, I think uh, you shoot the mirror and then the laser beam starts shooting around to other mirrors. And everybody drops on the ground to not be shot by the errant, bouncy, bouncy Blaster, laser. Yeah. And then as they're dropped prone, you run out into the ship. I'm assuming that there was, like, any house of mirrors is a, like, mirror maze with yeah. an entrance and an exit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming she went out the exit okay, that she cool. had already known That she knew how to get to. Yeah, how exactly. to. And they're running basically mm-hmm. blind. Oh, and, and uh, I mean... It sounded like it was about to get squirrely, so the trophy hunter pulls up, the hatch opens down. I think Two-Bike can probably find her because he's navigating by scent or whatever dog Mm -hmm. powers he has. Two-Bike, what dramatic thing happens? I run after her, and I look up to the ship as they're taking off, Mm -hmm. and I say, you. She's like uh, in the, the back of the ship that's opened up, and she's like grabbing on and holding onto the back. You will regret the day that you crossed Two-Bike. Remember that. Remember that. It was my brother. You went on a date with my brother. She gets into the ship. <laughs> the ship flies, flies away. off against a full moon. <laughs> now, how about a Dear Minoc letter? Okay, so this, is, this one is for me. Would you mind reading it, son? Who, me? Yeah. No, I, I can't. I, uh, yes, you I can. I can read it. I choose not to. Yes, you can read it. I'm actually tracking a ship fly right now, and if I take my eyes off of it for even a second, I will lose it, and then, you know, we're going to have ship flies. So We have to do this now, though. Okay, so, I mean, you can read the letter, or else maybe you can clean up all the ship flies, because I know I'm going to be the one crawling into all the panels fine, cleaning fine. up the ship flies. Okay, fine. Deal and tell the room. Long time Back to Basics listener. Got it. First time writer. I have uh, recently had a wonderful life day. My longtime partner and I became in-engaged. I assume it means that they just became engaged. Congratulations. Uh, The wedding will take place in six months, but I fear there is already a dark cloud on the horizon for our relationship. I have never been off Mustafar, and my partner is demanding an off-planet honeymoon. I just want to go gazing into his eyes as the lava bubbles below us on the most important day of our lives. But he is not budging. Can you recommend another cheap location for a nuptial bliss? If I have to go, I might as well save some credits. Signed, Hot-Blooded on Mustafar. 
Interesting. Yeah, I mean, this seems right up your alley. You know, you've been around. You you know all the good vacation spots. You probably work day labor for a lot of them.、Um, that is that was during school. I mean,、okay. you went to school, right? <laughs> no, I went to school. Yeah, I went to school called、uh, flying on spaceships. Okay, so stealing and smuggling. So there, you have these vacations that aren't vacations,、sure. right? They're just periods where you're not doing the work that you normally do. Oh yeah, I've done that before. And、uh, I didn't want to go home, so I'd go with friends, and、uh, then their parents want them to do work, so I'd help out. I don't see what the big deal is. Hey, I'm just saying that this person sounds like they want to have a nice, relaxing honeymoon.、Uh, it sounds like they want to have, you know, an actual vacation.、Um, so when you help them, just make sure that you're not sending them in any like. You know, forced work camp planets, or 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 something like that. It sounds like these people want to do some relaxing. You know, like、uh, I mean, not my kind of relaxing because my kind of relaxing is you know singles only relaxing. I don't think it would be any place that I suggest would probably not be appropriate for a honeymoon. I don't know that that's true. I mean, this is. I mean, that those places tend to have like a general romantic air to them, right? Oh, I mean. Yeah, I mean, like, depends on what your definition of romance is. Well,、okay. mine's like splitting half a bottle of wine in a space cab. Okay, but that might be part of it if there's like lava around, you know. So, like, also how expensive are these things? Are you from、Think、a lava planet? Mustafar is a lava planet. Yes. Oh. Well. And she doesn't want to go off world. We're from deserts. You know, not all people like deserts. Okay. I mean, I love. I love deserts. Deserts are great. They're great. And deserts aren't lava. No, they're not. You lava. can walk on the sand without shoes. Try that on lava. Okay, but but you know that some people don't like deserts. Is this、right? a lava person? I don't know if this is a. Is she made of lava? Hot blooded on Mustafar, perhaps. Oh man, God! Are there lava people?、Uh, I've never met a lava person, but you know, I wouldn't put it past. This is a crazy. Crazy galaxy. Well, I don't. Between you, me, and the cherry tree, I don't think that lava people should leave lava worlds. Okay. Well, why not? Because they're made of lava. So, like, but what if they were contained? This isn't the point of the thing. That I'm trying to find.、Uh, I'm just looking through that.、Uh, there's a good. There's a good place that I've been to. I'm just pawing through my notes trying to find. Okay, so you've been、name. to a. You've been to a world that they would. That's cheap. Uh, so got it, got it. So you've been to Rion before, sure. Perhaps, yeah. So, uh, so like gambling, all of that stuff. Oh yeah. That sounds right up your alley. Absolutely. Champagne and a cab sort of thing. Half a bottle of wine in a space cab, but who's splitting hairs? But the Moons of Rion.、Uh, they're all Ugh, lovely. Never been. They're、um, they're typically vacation resorts、uh, with varying price points. They tend to like focus on beaches, and uh, there's uh, one、uh, sandals Rion. Rion three.、Uh, We, people call it sandals Rion. Do they? I've never heard that. I've never been, but I've heard it called that. Okay.、Uh, Definitely, at least one person has called it that. Well, I, I, it would be a place to wear sandals because it's very temperate. It's a nice beach, and、uh, it has some active. Volcanoes on it that you can go and、uh, like hike up to. Okay. And、uh, I mean, so like, if he wants to go somewhere that isn't a lava planet, that sounds like a really nice compromise, compromise to、yeah. me. And、uh, it's like kind of packaged for those sorts of vacations, you know. So,、uh, so I think it's a you'll probably be able to get something cheap. That that would be my plan. That's not a bad plan.、Uh, may I offer up a secondary plan? Now, this plan—that's the whole point of this. Yes, this plan, I guess, only applies. What was her name? Hot blooded on Mustafar. Hot blooded on Mustafar. I guess this plan really only applies if you're not a lava person. Okay.、Um, but if you are not a lava person. Why don't you ditch the square? Okay, look, this guy sounds like a real bummer. He's already demanding things of you, and you're not even married yet. That's a red flag. 
ditch him, find a, a, a transponder frequency where you can hail uh, our ship. Uh, you know, I will plot a course. I'll swing by. We will spend a very nice time on Mustafar, okay? I, I, you know, you don't even have to leave the planet. Trist Valentine will come to you. Are, now, are you done? This offer extends to not only uh, Mustafar. Anything in that general system, I would be happy and willing so to I break like up we're a marriage. So I feel like the end of the letter, really. Sure, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, uh, thanks, Hot-Blooded. I hope that works out for you. Congratulations again. And I hope it works out for me, too. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Campaign. The crew of the Minoc will be back again next Wednesday. Before I leave you, first, let me tell you about one of our affiliates. The One Shot Podcast is an actual play podcast that records improvisers, game designers, and other notable nerds playing RPGs. Every month, it brings a new game and cast of players in a self-contained adventure. It's hosted by James D'Amato, my best friend, known to you all as Bacta. If you haven't checked it out yet, please do. The Campaign Podcast is a one-shot podcast network production and a joint presentation by Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great videos, podcasts, and live shows for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game belongs to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, all music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time, peace is a lie. There is only passion. 